Travel, Truth and Lies Unmasked. Written by Martin Lindstrom. Read by Alan Medcroft. Chapter 6. Hands off the TV remote. If you've ever worked in the hospitality industry, you know that a hotel consists of two completely different worlds. In the lingo of industry professionals, there's the front of house and the back of house. On the back of the door leading from the back of house into the hotel's reception area, there's often a placard featuring a large smiley face that reads, Smile, you're about to enter the stage. And the hotel customers, for sure, will get a theatrical experience. In fact, as the number of stars and diamonds featured at the hotel entrance increases, the more the theatricality gets dialed up. Yes, sir. Most certainly, madam. Have a lovely day. Have you ever, anywhere else, met a bunch of more polite, better-trained, well-groomed, well-dressed, handsome people? Behind the scenes, things are often quite different. No more mahogany-clad walls, cut glass mirrors, glittering chandeliers, elegant sofa settings and shining silver coffee pots. In the back of house, it's anything but that. Here, the order of the day is blunt talk, casual dress, and far less attention to appearances. You might have suddenly been dumped into an all-male construction site. The perception of hospitality, the essence of elegance, can be rather seductive. And cleanliness in the hospitality industry can be just as much of an illusion. Peel off the beautiful veneer, and something very different appears. The rat I once spotted skulking across the floor in the restaurant of one of London's most respected restaurants was just a hint of the -the behind-the-scenes reality. If you manage to invite yourself into the back of house, you may walk through smelly hallways displaying leftover food, dirty dishes and soiled cutlery. In five-star hotel bars, researchers recently discovered that ice cubes placed in drinks are often teeming with microbes and the cups holding endlessly recycled peanuts can contain enterobacteria, a bacterium indicating that the peanuts may have been exposed to fecal matter. Enjoy! The ultra-clean glasses at the sink in your bathroom may never have left the bathroom for cleaning. Instead, they've likely undergone a brief in-the-sink-and-out-again water dip and a wipe with the previous guest's used towel. In fact, One housekeeper reported that it was common for staff, pressed for time, to clean toilet bowls with hand towels. Frankly, all this has worked pretty well for hundreds of years. Few guests contracted life-threatening illnesses. If one did, it was likely a -a once-in-a-lifetime event for that hotel. Of course, that was until COVID-19 entered our daily vocabulary. Other than the travel industry, No sector is about to undergo as profound a change as the hospitality industry. They're about to marry up the front and back of house. Or, said another way, perception will be matched with reality. If they don't, reputations will suffer, hotel images will be tarnished, and livelihoods will vanish forever. On a mission to peel off the veneer, I interviewed dozens of housekeepers. I quickly learned how surprisingly professional and proud these wonderful people are at their work. 
This turns out to be true not just when they are on duty, but even more thought-provoking, when they're travelling in a private capacity. One chief housekeeper for a major five-star hotel in New York, whose name and hotel I'll keep to myself, told me that she would never, ever check into any hotel without bringing her own arsenal of cleaning products and tools. Before settling into her room, she scrubs, washes, polishes, and deep cleans for a couple hours. Did I mention that she does this not while travelling for work, but when she's on holiday? Isn't that a bit much? I asked her. A little bit of overkill? I know I'm more obsessed than other people, she told me, but I've discovered that many hotels are bacteria time bombs. You'd better be careful. I couldn't stop thinking about my many trips to countries around the world. My fresh pair of coronavirus-tinted lenses added a completely different light on this new reality. I'm picturing the hundreds of times I've queued up with several dozen snuffling, wheezing, coughing, earpod-wired business people at my hotel's all-you-can-eat lucky dip, the breakfast buffet. To no one's surprise, the hotel's lovely, immaculately retouched posters announcing their lovely luxury buffet always seem a far cry from the reality of the ten lukewarm silver containers. As the hours pass, excitement vanishes along with the taste of the food. You'll find all the old iconic regulars, the exhausted limp scrambled eggs, the lifeless fried boiled baked potatoes, and the bacon that's been waiting all morning, getting chewier and chewier for your arrival. In hindsight, though the people in the buffet queue may think they're on a search for something tasty, or at least edible, what they're really engaged in is a desperate hunt for a virus-infected jackpot. Everyone touches the same handles, opens and closes one container after another, and inevitably ends up at the same dead end. The mini sausages floating in their pool of fat, oil and grease. As they queued up, even if they wore their face masks, they stood far closer than six feet apart. And then, of course, the next stop. The preset table features table mat, coffee cup and cutlery, all patiently waiting just for you. Or was it all patiently waiting for the person before you who took his seat, touched it all, breathed, took a cell phone call and then rushed away for an urgent meeting? Is it really that bad? I asked the hotel staffs, including my favourite chief housekeeper, hoping for a reassuring answer. Let me tell you a story, she said. And so she did, item by item, destroying my illusion of what a hotel stay really is all about. Remember what I said about airlines' turnaround time? How time allocated to cleaning amounts to minutes rather than hours? Well, hotels are no different. An unusual chain or two, of course, give their house cleaning staff 30 minutes or more per room. But these are five-star hotels, charging a premium price of more than $1,000 per night. For hotels that charge a fraction of that, the story is very different. And I mean that quite literally. An expert from Intertech had warned me, always look out for the remote control. You never know what's on it. The housekeeper told me, he's right. In fact, when she's travelling, 
She brings along her own plastic Ziploc bag, places the remote inside it, and operates the remote through this protective plastic shield. An especially wise move, as tests conducted by researchers from the University of Arizona found traces of things you'd rather not find on 30% of all remote controls. I cringed at the thought of the hundreds of times I fiddled around with the remote, often pressing extra hard on the buttons as if that would make nearly dead batteries spring miraculously back to life. My queasiness must have shown in my face. The housekeeper paused and asked me, Are you okay? Sure, I replied politely. And don't overlook the phone in the room, she continued. It's crawling with viruses. The protect guy had called out the minibar. Guests returned tipsy to their hotel room at the end of a night on the town. In that condition, cleanliness is not their number one priority. So I asked my housekeeper friend and she told me. Those minibars are extra tricky to clean. The second door, behind the wooden veneer, has a lock that we housekeepers don't have access to. Management tells us it's a safety thing. But in fact, I don't think they trust us. Anyway, that makes it impossible for us to clean the minibars. As we talked, I realised there were spots in the room to which I'd never given a thought. No one ever cleans the hangers in the cupboard, despite the risk of them carrying coronavirus. We simply don't have the time, my housekeeper friend told me. The in-room jacuzzi is a ticking time bomb, she told me. As the pool manager at a large London hotel explained to me, People tend to behave themselves in public, but behind closed doors? Well, I decided not to ask any further questions, but just leave it there. The experts I interviewed unanimously said that 90% of hotel guests are not aware of hygiene at all. They're unaware that the pens and pads, the keycard, the jacuzzi, the remote control, the bathroom countertop and the master light switch should always be cleaned before making the room your home for the next 24 hours. Is anything safe? I asked. Ironically, toilet seats are as clean as housekeepers can possibly make them. So are the side tables. Some hotels, like the Beverly Hills Hotel, the Hotel Bel Air and the Ritz-Carlton in Chicago, take cleanliness seriously. Not only do they spend up to three hours deep cleaning every room before a new guest checks in, but the Ritz-Carlton even takes every room out of operation for 24 hours after every single checkout to refresh the air in the room. But those hotels are few and far between. And surprisingly, it doesn't all come down to cost. M-Lab performed laboratory tests in three-star hotels, four-star hotels and five-star hotels. They were surprised to discover the lower the number of stars, the better. In fact, in five-star hotels, remote controls and bathroom countertops contained more than a million viable bacteria per square inch. So, does all this mean the end of hotel stays as we know them? Not at all. You just need to adopt some new behaviours and make them part of your routines. As I learned later on, there are certain simple precautions you can take to stay healthy, even if you're not staying in one of those few elite hotels. One trick I learned surprised me, and the rest I'll surely never forget. 
This podcast is brought to you by Intertech Protech, world leaders in health, safety, and well-being assurance. Discover more at protech.com.